Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome to the show. Great to be along with you. We are here until noon today, and that will be the kickoff of Week 18 of the NFL season. Tom Ackerman with you. We have much more to talk about aside from the NFL, but it's the first thing that comes to mind when Bills fan Scott Jagow signs off of the news. He is a super Bills fan, and I know that they are all super excited about today's game that they know DeMar Hamlin will be watching. Uh, the Bills' safety, who suffered cardiac arrest on Monday during the game against the Bengals, had to be resuscitated on the field and taken by ambulance to UC Medical Center, where he spent basically a week in intensive care uh, in critical condition. As the week moved along, though, he had his breathing tube removed. He was able to communicate with his family and then with the Bills and then with the public. And he tweeted yesterday, and I'm telling you, it was as good a tweet as we have ever seen in the history of tweets, the history of Twitter. Uh, Putting love into the world comes back three times as much, wrote DeMar Hamlin yesterday. Thankful for everyone who has reached out and prayed. This will make me stronger on the road to recovery. Keep praying for me. And he put a little heart emoji, two hands making a heart as I show people on our stream on, I don't do it as well as he does <laughs> on, uh, on Twitter. Where are we? Twitter, Twitch, yeah, we're on Facebook, YouTube, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all your social media channels, not Instagram though. Right? We're not, not, we're not live right? Okay. Uh, and he put the number three, which is of course his number and his number, which has been league wide. All of the teams have posted Hamlin three as their, avatar on Twitter and and profile on other social media channels. It really is special what the feeling is about this young man, 24 years old, who is back and communicating and living. And it is just, it is amazing. Also amazing is his GoFundMe page, which was set out a couple of years ago to raise $2,500 to buy toys for kids who suffered a negative impact from the COVID-19 pandemic. And it took him a couple of years to get to $2,500. Overnight, after his uh, severe situation on the field, it had raised over $3 million. It is now at $8.3 million. Yep. And that foundation has decided 
to uh, make sure that the public is aware as to where those funds are going to go. They're going to continue to provide updates. So if you find that GoFundMe page, which is pretty easy to find, it's on my Twitter page if you want to see it there, but everybody has links to it. Uh, his, by the way, DeMar's uh, Twitter handle is Hamlin Island. That is uh, because, you know, when you're going up against him in, in the uh, secondary, you know, he's he's on an island. He's going to handle you by himself, basically. Uh, I love it. Uh, I'm sure you can find everything you need, whether it's Hamlin Island or anything else. But it, it the foundation is chasingms.com. Um, that's a, that's, well, at least that's a link that's on his site, et cetera. It's, it's really great. So I, I, we're going to talk more about this later on today, but I want to make sure that that to me is the number one story of the day, the week, the year. Uh, DeMar Hamlin is with the Buffalo Bills in spirit. Uh, no doubt about it, but also in communication and in their hearts today. That will be as good a stadium as we have ever seen in sports, really, today, when the Bills take on the Patriots. There are a lot of playoff implications. We'll get into that at the end of the hour at 1145. But what a day. Uh, What a day, really, uh, in sports. And it's appropriate to pay tribute to him right away. We have a lot going on on the show. John Mozalock will be back. Uh, he is on the show today. That starts at 11.30 with him. We have Travis Ford, the head coach of the Billikens at 10.30. And how about the Billikens? The Billikens win their game yesterday. Three players in double figures. Yuri Collins led the way with a double-double. He had 11 points, 14 assists. He had five rebounds. And he played terrific defense yesterday. Really great defense against Daryl Banks the third. He's the leading scorer for St. Bonaventure. Held him to one point on 0 for 5 shooting. And the Billikens won their game yesterday, beating St. Bonaventure, a team that's had their number, quite honestly, uh, through the last several years. Beat them 78-55. That is a sound victory over a team that had not lost yet in the A-10. Billikens, as you know, won at St. Joseph's uh, and then lost to UMass and gave up 90 points. You're not going to beat anybody giving up 90 points. Nobody. And SLU gives up 55 in this game to St. Bonaventure. Defense certainly a focus in doing it without arguably their best defensive player, Fred Thatch, who sadly has watched his basketball career come to an end. He will forego his final year of eligibility after dealing with an ACL tear. That is a, a just a tough injury always and, and a hard rehab. And the Billikens, to their credit, they come out and they play really well. And they play well defensively, first and foremost. So we'll talk to Travis Ford about that. Gibson Jimerson, 13 points. Jake Forrester, 11. Forrester's been good for them. A big man, transfer from Temple, previously Indiana. Scores in double figures in four straight games. And the Billikens do get a win, 78-55 over St. Bonaventure. I'll get to Mizzou in just a moment, but here's another team that had to get one yesterday. Had to. And that's Illinois. No matter who they were playing. And they were playing the 14th-ranked team in the country, and that's Wisconsin. And Illinois brought it yesterday. Uh, they looked great. They That's the way they can play, and that's the way they need to think about that. This is how we should be playing and who we are. Illinois beat Wisconsin 79-69. They beat them soundly. Terrence Shannon Jr. had 24 points on 7 of 11 shooting, but he also went to the line and hit 9 of 12 free throws. That's how they're going to win. Get to the line. Shannon also had eight rebounds and a block. Illinois was supposed to win this game. 
by the way. You might be surprised to know if you're an Illinois fan, maybe, maybe not, but for the rest of the basketball fans out there, fans, period. Wisconsin, 14th-ranked team in the country. Illinois unranked. You know what the spread was? Illinois favored by 7.5 at home. That's how it should be. Illinois should be winning games at home, and they should be, against most teams, winning them soundly. Uh, The Big Ten is loaded, I know, but Illinois is really good, and they're playing uh, way under what they are, and now yesterday I think finally they showed who they are. I would be very careful if you're the Big Ten underestimating Illinois. That league is going to be an absolute gauntlet. There is no dominant team, not even Purdue. Purdue lost to Rutgers at home, and Purdue narrowly escaped Ohio State. They were the number one team in the nation, so it just tells you a little something about what the Big Ten is. Which brings us to Missouri, which will be playing in a very difficult conference themselves, uh, but they're taking on a Vanderbilt team yesterday that is no slouch. Now, Vanderbilt absolutely has a resume where you know they, they lost to NC State, uh, but they they can and will win some games in the SEC. And should not be taken lightly. And not saying that Missouri did, but the first half wasn't a great half overall for Mizzou. 34-34 was the score at the break. 51 points in the second half will get the job done. And Mizzou just found a way to hold off in front of a national audience. This Vanderbilt team, 85-82. They get Kobe Brown, 18 points, 8 rebounds. That's exactly what they need. They neither star to not rack up too many fouls and stay in the ball game. And he did just that. And the Tigers win 85-82 over a good Vanderbilt team. They've got that big man uh, formerly from Drake, Liam Robbins, who had seven rebounds and a block, and he's kind of a load to deal with. Uh, Robbins for Vanderbilt had 16 points, seven rebounds, and that block, but he had four fouls. And Missouri was able to get out of there with a victory. Uh, and I mentioned Brown, he had only two fouls this time. So he gets to play the minutes that he needs and they win the ball game, 85, 82 over Vanderbilt. Some other college basketball scores to tell you about, uh, in the Missouri Valley conference, Illinois state wins at Evansville, 69, 61 Belmont beats Missouri state, 74, 61 Northern Iowa beat a good Southern Illinois team, 69, 57. So if you look at these Valley standings right now, that conference is going to be really something this year with the number one team, Indiana state up by two games now in Southern Illinois, they're six and zero. we'll see what they, if they can hold this, but what an impressive start for Indiana state at six and zero. you have six teams at four and two in the Valley, six teams at four and two tied for, I don't know that I've ever seen that a six way tie for second place. That is nuts. That's yeah. nuts. Southern Illinois, Belmont, Bradley, Murray State, Northern Iowa, and Missouri State are all 4-2 and two in the Valley. That is going to be something. Arch Madness is in St. Louis March 2nd through the 5th. The first time ever that they've had 12 teams in that tournament. So four games Thursday, four games Friday, two Saturday, and the championship on Sunday is going to be awesome. Elsewhere in college basketball with a local interest, You had the following. Uh, Southeast Missouri State wins at Arkansas Little Rock, 74-68. Lindenwood loses at home to Tennessee State, 60-57. SIUE, they're good. They beat Southern Indiana, 69-62. It's a good USI team. SIUE is impressive now. They beat SLU. They were down 18, came back and beat them. They've won back-to-back games in their conference. Uh, They 
lost to Southeast Missouri State after beating uh, SLU and Tennessee Tech, but then they came back, they beat Tennessee State and USI. Be interested to see what uh, Brian Baroni can do with that team, but congratulations to them on a nice road win uh, in their conference. We do have plenty coming on sports on a Sunday morning. Our Blues breakdown will be at 1045, so I'll save until then my thoughts on the Blues. We'll hear from Craig Berube and Nikita Alexandrov, who scored his first NHL goal. And Justin Falk, the defenseman, had some interesting things to say about a game that the Blues blew. I mean, they were the the they had the lead three different times and blew it actually three different times. Uh, so Montreal trailed three times in this game and won it five to four. Blues came back, scored two quick goals while you were at the refrigerator getting something. You come back, they're up now four to three, and then you go back to the fridge to get something, and Montreal's up five four. I mean, it's just this Blues team can't hold a lead. It's not Jordan Bennington's fault entirely. You know, he he would say he'd like to have some back, I'm sure, but I don't think they're giving him the best opportunities. I, I've said this all along. I, my belief is he is their best player, and you have to support your best player. He's the one who is going to bail you out of situations. He is a good goaltender, but he's not going to be able to win you games when you're allowing too much to come his way. Um, that's how I feel. So I just don't know how good the Blues really are. And what I worry about is they stay afloat by the playoff time. Does Doug Armstrong have to make a move to get them into the playoffs, or are they good enough, and does he just deal Ryan O'Reilly, Vladimir Senko, go get what he's got to get and build for the 23-24 season? I hate that because I want this team to be in the playoffs and I'd love nothing more than NHL playoff hockey in St. Louis. It's awesome. But, you know, I just think it's a mediocre blues team that showed that yesterday. You know, a good blues team just puts that game away. Well, Montreal's not very good. They, they were 6 and one in their last seven, but it is what it is. And they got another game tonight. No reason to cry about it. I and mean, you play tonight at Minnesota, six o'clock. It's a team in your own division. Go get them uh, and see what they can do. But that's, it was disappointing, nonetheless, uh, to see the Blues lose that game. Uh, we have a lot to discuss on sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX, including Mike Kelly, the voice of the Tigers, is going to be with us at 11.15. Really excited to talk to Mike about a number of things. One is the national championship game tomorrow. Yep. Georgia, who he knows extremely well, against TCU. That game uh, should be exciting. I think it'll be high-scoring, video game-type stuff. I think Georgia's the better team, obviously, but I, TCU, no pushover. I mean, they showed against Michigan what they can do. Uh, I think this may be too much for them, but we'll see. I'll be pulling for them. I, I shouldn't say that on the air, but I, I do. <laughs> I pull for underdogs. I don't yeah. know why that is. I'm pulling for the Bills, too, okay? Bills to the win the Super Bowl. Who cares? Uh, and then John Moselock at 1130, the Cardinals president of baseball operations. And I know you all have a million questions for him. We only have about 10 minutes, so I'll do the best I can to get them all in. He's always been so great about coming on the show and answering questions and explaining what's going on as much as he can. Understand that he's not going to sit there and talk about free agents. He's not going to openly talk about what they're trying to do because they have to keep it close to the vest. But that's why we as uh, the Cardinals flagship station, we have access to John. And if you listen to him closely, he guides you along what their thinking is. He's just not going to tell you what they are going to do, but he's good about giving information. Always has been. I mean, he gave us a, a couple of clues on Pujols. He gave us a couple of clues. I thought on Arenado when they made that deal, I think they're pursuing pitching. I don't think there's any doubt. 
that they're still pursuing pitching. It's just a matter of how they get it. And they're probably, he told us a few weeks ago with Mike Claiborne, don't believe the, you know, he said something along the lines like, I, I, I would suggest that if you're reading about us making a splash, I wouldn't read too much into it. Mm-hmm. And like hours later, Carlos Rodon went to the <laughs> Yankees. So understand, and, and he said, I'm not, our shortstop is Tommy Edmond. I mean, he said it. He's not lying. So did they look at shortstops? I'm sure they did, but, you know, that's not their focus. Their focus is pitching and I think acquiring it via trade. That's what he said they were going to do. So we'll, we'll kind of get into that a little bit with him coming up here at 1130. And then an NFL preview at 1145. There you have it. Sports on a Sunday morning. Back with a couple of other notes. Then we'll get Travis Ford on the air at 1030. The head coach of the Billiken. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Right here, back in a moment. Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back, Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. I'm Tom Ackerman, just a few minutes away from Travis Ford, the head coach of the Billikens. A couple of things that I wanted to uh, mention one is that this AFC championship, if the bills win today, will be at a neutral site. Now I've had a few people reach out like, could St. Louis do that? Could St. Louis be the site? I mean, we have a dome, 66,000 so. people. Could you have the AFC championship? The answer to that is no. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> the NFL would never right. help us out. Uh, we sued them and won in a settlement for $790 million, Stan Kroenke, the NFL. Number two, there's an RV show at the Dome in America Center. So, sorry. That's January 29th, the AFC Championship. Uh, we got ourselves an RV show, NFL. Sorry about that. We're a little busy. We got a lot of people trying to buy some RVs and travel equipment, okay? No AFC Championship. Uh, college basketball is on our mind. Travis Ford is next. They deny four, three, two, th- throws up a hook <laughs> off the glass and good from 23 feet. Yuri Collins, a running hook off the glass for three. 
That's ridiculous. Well, that's Yuri Collins. I mean, when things are going well, they go well. Travis Ford joins us, the head coach of the Billikens, sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. That's fun, and so is winning. 78-55 over St. Bonaventure. Good morning. Good morning. Appreciate it. Thank you. How about that shot by Yuri before we get into the rest of his game? Well, he was one of one for three, so we'll take it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he he, he uh he didn't miss a shot all night long. I think he was four, four, five, five from the field, three of three or four, four from the free throw line, 14 assists. And he held a young man uh, on the other team who he guarded solely. The young man who came in averaging 30 points a game over the last three or four games, held him to one point. Uh, so I'd say that's a pretty good night. I would say so. A great night, no doubt about it. What a defensive effort, not only by Yuri, but by your team. As you said, not long ago, you give up 90, you're not going to win games. Uh, and that's what happened against UMass. You give up 55 this time against a team that had not lost yet in the A-10, Coach. Yeah, you know, we came out, we came back from the UMass game uh, and spent a lot of time on Thursday watching film um, and really breaking down the offense, breaking down the defense exclusively and really breaking it down and showing our guys, again, where our – uh, where our problems are. Um, and for some reason we've gotten in games that we come very, uh, you know, we, we, we become very individualistic in our defense and where guys are just kind of being one dimensional guarding their own man, but not playing team defense. And we really worked on it Thursday and Friday and really, you know, thought the guys fully understood and went out and executed it. Um, and the same thing on offense, we score 80 points at UMass. Now we gave up 90, but we scored 81 but we had a total of 25 what I call wasted possessions of offense where it was a bad shot or we turned it over uh, an unforced turnover, a careless turnover around traffic. And we still score 81. And I thought, you know, so there was a lot to learn. Now we didn't go out and score 80, but we were more efficient offensively. We took great threes. We got layups. We didn't take a lot of bad twos, which we did against UMass. And it gave our defense a chance to really dig in. Uh, and I thought they really did a great job on both ends as far as team defense and team offense. Absolutely. And you took a 16-0 run into the locker room at halftime. Well, it helped you along the way to take a 16-point lead into halftime. Uh, that is a great way to finish 20 minutes, is it not? It was. It was. And it was good to come out of the gates and play you know, well the first half. Um, and, and gain a little bit of confidence and, and feel good about ourselves because we obviously know we haven't played the best we can and haven't played great. Uh, we've been dealing with a lot over the last three or four days with, you know, obviously the loss and tough, tough travel to get back from UMass. And when you get back, you you get the, the terrible news of Fred Thatch. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of took the sail out of, uh, you know, the wind out of everybody a little bit for, for you know, a 24-hour period. And, then we had to kind of regain composure and uh, because Fred means so much to our team, not just on the court, but off the court and what he means leadership wise. And uh, I, I, I thought it was good to be going up at halftime the way we were, because I thought, uh, you know, the guys had their, uh, had their shoulders back up and their chin up. For sure. Very, very important. Uh, how is Fred? You know, you just feel for that young man. I mean, when these things happen, you obviously feel for the entire program, but mostly for a young man who has dedicated so much of his life to the game of basketball. 
Fred is Fred is doing really well. He's probably handled it better than the rest of us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we were all down and sad, and there was a lot of tears. And um, you know, I had to give him the news uh, when I found out uh, the results of the MRIs and everything. And he just handled it like he's handled everything uh, since he's been here at St. Louis University. Uh, he said, "Coach, I have no regrets. Um, I feel good about what I've done." Uh, St. Louis University has made me a better person, and you know this is going to continue throughout my my life, my career, and whatever I do next. And he's doing great. Fred's going to be fine. Fred, I don't worry about Fred from that standpoint. I hate it that his career ended at UMass on the road. Uh, I hate it that he's gone through so much on the court, but he also has done so much on the court. But more importantly, he's done more off the court. You got to, you know, he gets a degree from St. Louis University, which is not an easy thing to do in three years. He's getting his master's degree. Uh, he's a leader on our court, uh, on the court, off the court. Uh, I could go on and on. So Fred Thatch is going to be fine. Fred Thatch is going to be successful. Uh, but he is a true definition of what it means to be a student athlete. And as we've told our players, he has taken advantage of coming to St. Louis University and getting a great education, bettering himself, creating and developing relationships that are going to really help him down the line. What do you think he will do? I mean, we, we have the benefit of watching you for two hours. We see the basketball game and then we leave the building or we turn off the radio or TV and we go on to do other things. You get to see the other 22 hours of the day, just about <laughs> of the guy's life. What, what do you think? What do you think he'll do? You know, we've talked a lot about it and we've been, we talked a lot about it way before now um, over the last probably six or seven months. Um, you know, he's got, he's got a lot of things going on through his mind right now. He's got some already some companies here in St. Louis that have, that had already contacted him before and some options with some, some companies. He's thought about going to law school possibly. He's thought about that. Um, and you know, he's got a lot of things that, uh, he's looking at whatever he does, he will be successful. He has such a great presence about himself. Um, he doesn't like to fail. He has an incredible work ethic. Uh, you know, very smart individual, whatever he decides to do, whether it's something on his own or he goes to, or he's going to help some company be highly successful. Um, you know, he's going to put everything he has into it. That's great words about Fred Thatch and our very best to him and love to hear that. Got to have a lot of options when you're at that age and certainly seems like he does. Meantime, your team, when it comes to playing on the hardwood, you know, your option right now is win, win, win. Uh, you've got to, you got to be able to pile them up and moving forward. Now, after a win over St. Bonaventure, you continue to play what is going to be a very challenging A-10. How do you see the league right now? Obviously, game by game, got to pick them off one by one, but it is going to be a tough league, isn't it? It will be. You know, obviously, and been said, you know, the league didn't have a great non-conference, but that's all over with now, and you deal with, you know, you're in the middle of a 15-team league that's going to be extremely competitive uh, you've already seen that out of the gates. There's only one team that hasn't lost, um, you know, and 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 I think it's going to come down to the last week to decide this uh, this league. But uh, there's a lot of really good teams that I think still have their best basketball in them. Uh, hopefully that we're one of those teams. Uh, but, you know, the old coaching adage, you take them all one at a time, that's all you can do. And 
you got to try to continue to win at home and go on the road and try to find some wins on the road and, uh, you know, put, like you said, string to, string some wins together, try to get hot at some point. Uh, that's the key, I think, for any of our teams right now. Something that I've noticed, Gibson Jimerson, obviously, is your number one scoring option beyond the arc. He's a tremendous scorer, but teams have paid attention to him over the last couple of years. He had 13 points to lead the way. I'm seeing Sincere Parker knocking down some threes. I'm seeing Larry Hughes Jr. knock down some threes. Tell us about those two young men. Well, you know, those guys have gone through the normal process that it takes for first-time players to come into this Division One level, and especially playing the schedule we have. And we've told them almost every day, you just got to stay positive, stay ready, understand your time will come uh, as you adjust to this level of competition. And I think you're seeing that kind of happen. Uh, I'm very, very happy with Sincere Parker. Uh, we all know he can score, but he hasn't shot the ball very well at all. But he gets in the gym every morning, 7 a.m. Uh, he has an incredible work ethic, great attitude. Uh, and it's paying off for him now. And we're starting, you know, I think he's starting to get more comfortable with the offense and also, but also with the competition and understanding that his defense has come a long way. Uh, and I think he's going to really turn it on. I kind of gave him the example oh, about a month or two ago about Javante Perkins. Javante Perkins first month here, he was coming off the bench, wasn't playing great because uh, he was getting adjusted, but then he came on. He really came on from that point on. And I think that's true. And, uh, I think you'll see that out of Sincere Parker. Larry Hughes has just been a sponge from day one. He's just taking it all in, learning everything he could, learning from the other players, uh, being very humble, working on things he need to work on as far as defense, and it's become a really, really good defender. Um, he's obviously... Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
shooting the ball well. But you know what I like about Larry? Larry plays with some personality. Larry, you know, he's become a, a little bit of a leader for us, believe it or not, in practice as a freshman, which is a little unusual. But I think his background, his personality, uh, I'm going to start even asking a little bit more out of him because he's one guy that's not afraid to speak up. He's not one He's not a guy, and I'm not talking about speak up, calling guys out. He's in, He's high-fiving guys, talking to guys, you know, giving the rah-rah speech sometimes. Uh, been really, really impressed with his leadership ability, uh, and I think you'll see him continue to get a lot more playing time and get better and better. Oh, I love to hear that. It's such a big jump, too, isn't it? I mean, Division One basketball is a huge jump from what you're used to, and to be able to not only compete on the floor but have the confidence to say to some upperclassmen, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do. Let's go. I got you. Uh, that takes a lot, and that's nice to see, isn't it? It, it does, Tom. You make a good point. Um, anytime a newcomer comes to this level, whether you're coming out of high school, junior college, whatever it may be, yes, the competition is extremely tough for an adjustment, but also just the day-to-day routine is an adjustment. All that's asked out of you, it's more than you've ever been asked, from individual workouts to weightlifting to classwork to tutors to film work you can name it it just goes down the line and uh you know he does these guys it just takes time it's a process that they go through and uh sometimes the biggest adjustment is all the things that are required out of you and time management off the court last thing for you coach this is travis ford the head coach of the billikens on kmox we always love talking to him on sundays at 10 30 uh, we heard you after the umass game we heard you after Uh, the SIUE game, you know, these games are tough to take. And, you know, one of the things that you mentioned over and over is, you know, have we been connected uh, once have we, or I I guess the word was, you know, have we played together one time all year? I'm not sure that we have something along those lines. Did you feel that yesterday? I did. I did. I, I told my staff that late last night that I thought it was the first time we were all pulling for each other um, in the, going in the same direction on both ends of the court. We've had some nights where we've played incredible offense, but not great defense. We've had some nights where we've played great defense and our offense lets us down. And I thought we all just kind of lost ourselves in the game. I thought the players just kind of lost themselves and not worried about themselves, got outside themselves and worried about, am I doing my job defensively for the team? Not doing my job defensively for myself. Am I doing my job offensively? For the team, am I screening? Am I moving the ball where it's supposed to go next? Uh, am I worried? You know, we've talked to him a lot the last couple of days about don't worry about the last play. Don't worry if you miss a shot. Don't worry. You know, move on and 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 worry about what is next and make up for it. And help your if your teammate makes a mistake, help them make up for it. Um, and it's a it's a chemistry thing. It's a connection you have to have on the court to give yourself a chance to be successful consistently you can get a buy, you can get away with it every once in a while but you won't have a high level of, of of success if you don't do it game by game day by day congrats on the win over st bonaventure 78 55 tomorrow night at six it's the billiken coaches show we look forward to that but we always love the chance to visit with travis ford on sports on a sunday morning thanks for talking some ball with us 
Tom, appreciate you having me. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Head coach of the Billikens, Travis Ford, with us on KMOX. Mike Kelly, the voice of the Tigers, will be along with us at 11.15 to talk about Mizzou and some college football. They just added an offensive coordinator. Love to see what that looks like in 23. Up next, our Blues breakdown. Blues lost at 5-4 to the Canadiens. Coach Craig Berube and more. Sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Welcome back to the show. Tom Ackerman with you. Here is Blues coach Craig Berube after a loss. A couple plays. One play. We don't get it out of the blue line. Comes back at us. Um, no, just mistakes. Too many penalties. Eight minutes and penalties tonight. They were all they were all in the uh, in the second period. Uh, the one that was a four-minute high stick. Did, did you agree with that? And well, he's cut. So that's the rule. Yeah. How about Alexander <coughs> see the guy. Yeah, that's a tough one because you know the guy was coming off, I think, or uh, coming on. Uh, you know, I really didn't take a real close look at it, but his sticks up. So you know. Um, Tough call. Yeah, the four-minute one, man. You, you guys worked your tails off. Three, yeah. You had just like 30 seconds left, and they got it. Close, close to killing it off. Uh, just left that that um, open in the slot there in that shot. You, you know, offensively, you guys are getting, finding plenty of offense, scoring goals, but it still seems like it's been a struggle to, uh, with you know with the latest round of injuries. Offensively, you know, the goalie handle. We don't. We're you know we got to be better with the goalie handle. Um, and then, you know, we, we get the puck back on it and we just give it up again. And we... A little shaky audio there from Craig Burby, but you get the gist of it. I mean, they're just not playing well enough uh, to claim these games. You know, we said it not long ago on this show, just earlier. We, we said it almost every Sunday that we're on is that this team is just inconsistent. It's just a... They, they they had that one winning streak early in the year after the eight-game losing streak. They won seven in a row, but... You know, they, they this is a typical Blues game, really, where they've just not been able to hold things down. And I'm not giving up, necessarily. I think this team can still put together one more run, but they're going to have to have everybody on it. I mean, without Ryan O'Reilly, he's out six weeks with the broken foot. Without Vladimir Tarasenko, he's out four weeks with a hand injury. Those are two veteran players. And Tarasenko may get criticized every so often for certain plays, but he is a veteran. And, you know, the younger players, you can call them up all you want and have them come up and contribute. But as I just talked about with Travis Ford, it's a huge jump in so many different ways, not just the play out on the ice, but to have the confidence to just come in and play. And I'm talking like a player like a Jake Neighbors, a good player. But to come into the NHL, and just jump right into a room with veteran players and be able to hold your own and have the confidence to play at a high level and to win over your team. It's way easier said than done. Mm -hmm. You cannot lean on young players to just carry you or, I mean, it's out of necessity now. There's no other way around it. But this is a, a league where, there's no secret why in the playoffs you want veteran players. You want players who have been there before, who've done it because they're the ones who have the confidence. They're the ones who lead the room. Uh, they're the ones who can brush off criticism or heat from a teammate or, 
you know, they've got a lot of pressure on them because there's a lot of money involved in the league. They're getting paid a lot of money, so they got to show up and honor that next contract that they're going to get or, you know, justify the money and all that stuff. It is a high-stakes, high-pressure league, much different than the minors, uh, incredibly exponentially different. So what I'm saying is losing those players and other veterans – is a very, very difficult thing to take. Here is a veteran. This is Justin Falk. Let's hear what he had to say. Fun, but uh, operating with uh, 5D, that had to be a little complicated tonight, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's not the ideal situation, obviously, but um, we've all been through it before. It's, it's uh, something that happens every now and then, and you got to find ways to to uh, play good hockey. And um, I think the, the game was obviously there first tonight, and we just... Uh, didn't uh, execute well enough, didn't, didn't defend well enough to uh, get the result we needed. Yeah, again, audio just a tad shaky there, but you can get the gist of what he's saying. 5D, man, I mean, th- this was my worry from the start of the season when they lost Scott Perunovich. Again, there's a young guy, but good player. And Marco Scandella, two defensemen that they were going to lean on. They lose those two. Now your defense has taken a big hit because those two have surgery. And you've got to stay healthy, and you've got to stay consistent. And they just have not had that. You know, now then Krug gets an injury, and Pareko has some blips that he goes through. You know, good player, nice guy, has some problems. Um, it's it's a team with not enough defense, and a team with some firepower on offense. But you're asking Cairo Thomas. And some of these others to light it up each and every night. Bucinavich, to me, is one of their top players, if not the best overall player for all the things that he can do. When he was banged up, it showed. Brandon Saad is going to sneak in some goals for you. Uh, he looks, you know, he's got that smart veteran presence. But it, I, I hope that the Blues can keep it going. I just know what we all see, mm-hmm. and we see pretty much a 500 hockey team and whether they can start to make a move here in the conference or in the division. I hope that's the case, but for right now uh, it's, it's a, it's a tough road. It is just, there's no other way around it. It's going to be a tough road for the single Louis blues. Now, when you look at the standings and you see that they're right there with the Stanley cup champion, Colorado avalanche, you're like, well, wait a minute. I mean, why can't this blues team get past them? Well, if you get past them, you got all kinds of heat up in front of you that you got to get over. And a lot of these teams are going to show up on your schedule. So there is an opportunity, but there's also an opportunity to fall back even further. The standings show this right now in the Western conference. Let's look at the conference first. Then we'll break it down by division. The blues are the 11th place team in the Western conference. Just is what it is. They're the 11th place team in the Western conference. Now they do have only six points separating them from tonight's opponent, Minnesota and Minnesota is the sixth place team in the conference. But in between there, you got other teams in the exact same situation. Calgary, 45. Minnesota, uh, Edmonton, 45. Colorado, 43. Nashville, 42. And the Blues with 41 points. They've played 40 games. Colorado's played 38 and has 43 points. They're halfway through the schedule, so you can sit here and evaluate it and say, where are they? The record says... What it says, you are what your record says you are, 19-8-3, 11th place in the Western Conference. They're going to have to get on a run to get past Nashville, Colorado, Edmonton, Calgary. That's who's blocking you between tonight's opponent, Minnesota, who's only six points in front of you. 
That's how tight it is. Seattle, for that matter, has 48 points. They're the fifth-place team in the West. So if you get on a tear, yes, but the odds of getting on another tear are pretty slim. We'll see. In the Western Conference division race in the Central, the Blues are sixth in their division. They're only Arizona and Chicago behind them. You know, so it, it it's just not not to paint a bleak picture, but you know they're going to have to. This is a crucial month where they play seven straight home games starting Tuesday. Calgary twice, Tampa Bay, Ottawa, Nashville, Chicago, Buffalo. You got to win them. Yeah, you got to get you, some wins. You got to get five out of seven. You know, or preferably six out of seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can get them all. <laughs> but you got to get after it, and those back-to-backs against Calgary will help you immensely. But we shall see. Sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio, and what we have for you coming up next hour I think is a lot of fun. One, we are going to update you again on some of the headlines of the day. That'll be out of the 11 o'clock news. Then at 11.15, the voice of the Tigers, Mike Kelly, will be with us. I have so many things to talk about. The Mizzou basketball team, the Mizzou football team, adding an offensive coordinator, and the national championship tomorrow, Georgia and TCU. We'll get all of his thoughts on that. 11.30, John Mosellock rejoins us. We haven't talked to him on the show for a little while. Uh, Because of the holiday last week, we didn't do a show on New Year's Day. We had a nice best of, which I thought was fun. And before that was Christmas. So it's been a while since we had John Mosellock on the program. That will happen at 1130 this morning, sports on a Sunday morning. And then we will have our NFL preview at 1145. And among other things, we will talk about DeMar Hamlin coming back from a dire situation to be able to communicate with his team. And yesterday on Twitter and Buffalo is alive with enthusiasm and rejuvenation. And they play the new England Patriots today and they just might drop 70 on them. Drew young for that matter. We'll have some picks. It is 1056 from the Stiefel sports studio sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX next hour. Let's have a good time here till noon on America's sports voice in downtown St. Louis. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys. Your choice of color starting at just three 99 Ashley sleep mattresses starting at two fifty. plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster Tempur-Pedic purple and beauty. Rest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.